It's very rare I drink hot chocolate, and yet I have it in most of the time. <laughs> I guess you have a moment of like needing hot, hot chocolate, chocolate yeah. and then changing your mind. You ready? Yes. Nice. Cool. So uh, we'll start off quite simply and uh, say hello to everybody. Feel free to say hello. <laughs> hello, everybody. <laughs> to the people, not in the room, <laughs> in the strange way that is. Um, so if you listen today, I've got uh, Mel Clark, who does illustration. Professionally known as Melian Clark. Melian Clark. I always wondered about that. Yeah. What, why you, why you throw the M in there? Like, okay, so there is, so my, my full name, I don't know if you know, is Melissa Clark, or mm. Melissa Emily Clark. Mm. And uh, most people know me as Mel, but there is a... Um, a page three model called Mel Clark. So um, if I use that professionally, I would never get any work because people would Google it and get distracted by boobs. They are distracting. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. I abbreviated both of my names yeah. and voila. See, I'm quite lucky. There's yeah. like no Graham Coolings. There's only one Graham Cooling of like notoriety, and he was a counsellor, and he died. And the other reason I know that is because I Google myself and I found his obituary and I was like, oh, cool. How often do you Google yourself? Not so often anymore. My name comes up as a suggestion thing when you type it in. Because you Google yourself that regularly. No. No, it's not <laughs> me doing thousands and thousands of Google searches. Just looking for yourself constantly. That's it, trying to find a seek approval for myself. I always find it interesting where like, my name pops up for things. It's like if you Google image search me, it's mainly just like YouTube stills. Yeah, from a lot like of mine back is like in the day. from a blog I had when I was like 18. Yeah. It's really bad. Luckily, my, my name isn't attached to the Deviant account I had when I was like 16, because that's terrible. Was it like... It exists still. And... No, no. It's just the most angsty thing you've ever seen. Angsty centaur. Oh. Who would never, who'd be more angsty than centaur? <laughs> in porn. <laughs> <laughs> Staring off into the sunset. <laughs> It's like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> the strange centaur pod. <laughs> and already the conversation. I feel like centaur pod would be the strangest thing ever. Yeah, like just even like the logistics of You couldn't of positions. be further away from what's happening than in centaur pod. <laughs> like both and of like, you. Like who would they? Yeah, like would it be? It's like two L shapes. Like, would, would it be two centaurs, or would it be like another mythical creature, I don't know, or was... some poor human? It, yeah, it'd be, I don't know. <laughs> no. Either way, you're not having it's a good time. Worrying. No. They haven't thought that through. <laughs> not centaurs, no. Their <laughs> the evolution. <laughs> of how they came to be. But, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, we skipped the first question, which, <clears throat> okay. is, which is it's bad. Um, how did we meet? Or how long have I known you? Um, I think it, it must be about four years. Okay. I think that we've known each other, mm-hmm. obviously through a mutual connection. Mm. Um, but I'd, I'd say, even though like we've hung out in a group, I'd say we've probably been proper friends the past like six months to a year, maybe. Yeah, I'd say something like that. Like, yeah. yeah, within the last year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I always like it's, I always start with that question because it's always interesting to see how kind of like the conversation unfolds. Because yeah. like like with uh, like friends I've known longer like Dan and Jack, 
known him for years. So you just yeah. kind of chat through, and then with like Brett, it was literally the first time we've had an extended conversation. Oh wow! So we were both aware of that, like yeah. fully aware of that. Um, but it, yeah, it was kind of it had to develop as we went along because there was no back and forth. It's it like we're going to figure this out as we do this. Wow! Well, yeah. yeah. But this is one of the times where we've met, and there's no alcohol. That is true. Yet. And coffee. <laughs> <laughs> can't drink i know <laughs> i work <laughs> sad times <laughs> dear um but you had a subject which you wanted to discuss <laughs> yeah. or you well not that you wanted to discuss that i told you to think of a subject uh, yeah. we will force you to discuss <laughs> Ma'am, i want to meet you on and radio. i want to talk about dating <laughs> okay you have to record it weirdly it will be weird <laughs> discussing dating is something i've never done <laughs> No, because I recently, like last week or so, I think it was, um, passed a milestone of being probably single for a year. Okay. So there's been a lot of um, reminiscing and dwelling and thinking, and I thought it would be cool to go through that with a pal who has found themselves single as well. So. I think I'm like half a year? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what month are you? July. I think about that. I'm past half a year. Yeah, I'm in the second half. There you go. Wasn't, the second trimester. The second act. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Midway through the second act of being single. So how have you been finding being single? I don't know. I feel like I only start to enjoy being single in the last maybe two months. Because, yeah, I mean, I was like, it's one of those things of coming out of, out of a relationship, obviously, there's always going to be fallout. Yeah. And so, like, everyone you talk to, when they've, they've kind of done it, they're like, yeah, there's fallout. You don't know how long it lasts. It can come back at any point. Yeah. So you kind of just kind of have to roll with it. Um, <coughs> so, yeah, I think it was only, like, the last two months where I've kind of fully embraced it, so to speak, because the rest of the time was just dealing with myself. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. But it's good that you took the time to, like, recuperate and be alone. Yeah. Before getting out there, because there were so many people that just leap straight out into Yeah. It. I don't really want to throw myself in. No. Because it was like, if you throw yourself in and then you, you it doesn't go well, you're just going to do more damage to yourself. Yeah, yeah. Essentially. Absolutely. Or yeah. at least that was my view. Yeah, you yeah. reach a point where you can't really go back again. No. So it didn't seem like a good idea. No. I mean, yeah. No, it's been alright. So what have you been enjoying over the past two months, then? The past couple of months? I don't know. Maybe just not thinking about things. Yeah? Yeah. Like, not... I don't know, I think when you first start dating, you kind of have a worry, but then you're still in, like, a relationship mindset. Okay, you that's kind interesting. Of, like, you get you kind of get into your relationship mindset of, like, you've got, to over, you've got to think everything, because you're going to see this person every day. Yeah. And they're going to be in your house, and you're, you're going to be doing whatever. So, whereas with dating, you kind of forget that that person just goes away. Yes. And has their have, own life. Yes. Yeah, that's a really good point, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, it's kind of that thing of, like, cool, so you go on a date, you chat, have coffee or whatever, and then you like, your brain just kicks into action and goes, "Oh, well, you need to you need to think about this, this, and this." And it's like, well, you don't, because it was like one coffee date. Yeah. And there's no there's, no connection to that. Yeah, there's like a kind of, for lack of a better phrase, like disposable yeah. kind of temporary. A temporary like, quality. You, you've got no everything. obligation to ever see that person again, which can either be a good thing or a bad thing. Um, but yeah, no, that's I hadn't considered that the whole yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah, it's it's just like a 
I find it for a few people like they get I think that's why when you get people who do jump straight back in they end up in relationships very quickly yes because yeah. they they have their breakup they're they still in the relationship that, like, mindset familiarity yeah and so they comfort. treat their new date just the same as they did yeah they can previous. they just transfer it onto another person yeah and then if that other person especially has come out with the same thing yeah then it just kind of gels together because you're just replacing one now. Yeah. That sounds really disposable. Just replacing people. Yeah, that, that's... <laughs> that's kind of harsh, but... <laughs> maybe not the wording I want on that. No, but I know what but, you mean. Yeah. It's a strange one. Yeah. I mean, how have you found dating after a year? <laughs> I feel very different as a person. Yeah? You wouldn't think that, like, dating would, like, change you. Oh, no, I can see dating changing you. I think I've always found connections and relationships with people really interesting. And it's always been important to me, whether that's friendships or friends or mm. colleagues. Like the way that you build a rapport with somebody mm. and you build a connection and familiarity and comfort with somebody is really interesting in the way that like two people, whether it's friends or whatever... Um, can get along mm. and have lots in common is a really weird concept because I think we're these little singular vessels kind of so wrapped up in our own stuff that we kind of forget that there are other people out there like us. Mm. Um, so it's always been something that's been sort of important. Um, and as much as I, like, I've enjoyed long relationships in the past, um, it was definitely both daunting and exciting to find myself single again. Um, and it's been a real sort of roller coaster. Uh, there were times where I hated being single, like around Christmas. I think a lot of like media and how everybody gets around Christmas, it's all about family and togetherness. Oh, yeah. And I remember being so like frustrated that, like, and I think there's like, I think most people are taken over Christmas. I think, you know, you have like a holiday romance. Yeah. I think people have like a Christmas romance. Kind of like a summer girlfriend. Yes, yeah, like, oh, exactly. Oh, it's going to be my summer boyfriend. Yeah, summer exa- my, my, my winter boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. will drink pumpkin spice lattes and share a scarf. Um, <laughs> so there's less people. Strangle. There's less people out there. Yeah. There's, like there's less people out there in the dating world around Christmas. Um, and so yeah, that was the that was probably the only time where I was like, I really want to be in a relationship again. Apart from that, I've pretty much been enjoying um, getting my lady dick about. <laughs> I, think, I don't know if that's like the best way to put it. Well, that's what I'm going to go <laughs> Just with. Just putting your lady dick about. <laughs> putting my lady dick about. Everybody's getting some dick. <laughs> but it's lady dick. Not your average dick. A lady dick. A lady dick. <laughs> but, like, there's been, like, casual sex and there's been people I've dated for, like, a month or two mm-hmm. and I've met some really awesome people and I've made some really cool friends through it and I think it's definitely changed my mindset so I like I used to like like you saying like the kind of overthinking everything mm, yeah and me one person like definitely at the beginning I was like where's this gonna go is it gonna go anywhere is there any point in meeting them if it's not gonna go anywhere um and now I'm not like that at all no. I'm a lot more relaxed and casual and I think the more people you meet and the more different dynamics you share with people, the easier it is to see things from other perspectives mm. and understand other people's motives when it comes to dating and that sort of thing. Yeah. 
Um, so it's, yeah, it's been interesting. Definitely been interesting. I think, like, I mean, you say because you, like, you, you feel like you've changed through doing it. I think even, like, in the last six months, I think, that you can see alterations. Do you think? Yeah. I mean, like, like you're more, like, more than, <laughs> like, obviously, we went for, went for coffee, like, six months ago or something like that. We were, like, the first time we went for coffee. Mm. And I think you're more confident now than you were six months ago. Yeah. In certain aspects, yeah. So, it's, I think, less, I think it's less that, like you change as a person and more just kind of you become it becomes easier to be you in a way so like you haven't changed yeah, you just I feel like just I able to show though. more like I feel very different off kind of thing yeah no that's a nice way of seeing it so I don't think anyone really like kind of fully changes you just kind of get different strengths mm. of their parts of personality in a way yeah that's a nice idea it is a nice idea <laughs> like bizarrely optimistic wrong. for you <laughs> People never change. <laughs> we're all doomed. We're there we go. Shitty, now, shitty back people. to constant. <laughs> Everybody's shit and we're all in shit together. So, how are you finding Tinder as a as a new recruit? Tinder's weird. It's good, but it's weird. But I don't know why it's weird. Like, it's, I guess in a way, it's not what I expected. <clears throat> what were you expecting? It to be terrible. Like the worst thing in the world. Someone I know referred to it as the um, the pervert generator. Yeah, that, that's, I think that's kind of like what I expected in a way. Like I expected it to be very sort of like mechanical and leery. Kind of like I kind of expected it to be like you know, like when you get um, to like Craigslist. Okay. So like you've got Craigslist, Craigslist, and there's obviously there's a dating section on Craigslist. Okay. Shockingly, and there's a casual encounter section on Craigslist. Oh my god. And you, if you go in there, it's literally. Have you looked? Have you? Is this like? Have you heard through this through word of mouth? Or no. Is this I, through like. I ended up looking at this when you know I was like. I'll find a hookup. <laughs> Craigslist. Well, I was like, when I was like seventeen, I saw a documentary on like random casual dating, okay. and it mentioned Craigslist, and I was like, what the hell? Craigslist. What's what's Craigslist? Yeah, it's been around for ages. But it's like, it was used to be like an American thing. Yeah. And it was all about Craigslist in the UK and how that's going to have like an effect. And okay. Kind of thing. So that's I interesting. It but like if you go on Craigslist casual dating, <clears throat> it's literally just like if you go to the men seeking women section, mm. it's just men with penises, just like, here's my penis. <clears throat> this is the penis. Do stuff to it. And that that's kind of like... Were the there many women? Were there many women? Oh. Well, that's, that's the thing. If you go into the women's section, Does it's it like... spam. Oh, right, yeah, because they're nothing trying but like, to attract yeah, men it's like for cons. Default, and... like, photographs and yeah. anything which is on there. If you kind of look into it, it's all, like, the same email address yeah. and stuff like that. And I felt that was really interesting. Of Like, you've got all these people, these men who are trying to, like, find connection who are just there putting themselves yeah. out there. And then the women's side is just, Not, like, nothing. this auto-generated... Well, I've heard that there's loads of spam bots on Tinder for men. See, I've only come across one. I haven't come across any... Um, I mean, obviously, I'm not a guy on there, yeah. so it's different. But, um, yeah, like, loads of people I know have been yeah. like, yeah, there's just spam everywhere. Uh, so that was kind of what I was expecting. Like, okay. I was expecting, like, some level of... This is either going to be, like... A bunch of people who are, like, trying to sell photographs of themselves. Okay. Or, like, spam bots and... Or people who... (coughs) Excuse me. I don't know, like, because obviously Tinder has has the reputation. Yeah. Of being just a casual sex app. Yeah. There's more than just that. Like, everyone's on there for different reasons and that is the problem with Tinder. Yeah. That's kind of the thing. Like, I 
I saw her as like it's either going to be all spam or it's just going to be people who are looking for like serious relationships because they've gone on there just after breaking up and they're like, oh, oh okay. no, I want a relationship again. Okay. That That's kind of interesting. thing. And but I've not found that. I found it's like a weird mix. Yeah. Of just everything. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've not found anything which has been like stupidly explicit. Yeah. Like there's not been anyone who's just like. You, if you matched or whatever or like their profile's nothing but like them naked or yeah. anything like that and I, th- I think that's good yeah. to an extent because yeah, that yeah. keeps people human and it's yeah. not just like a sex app like, yeah, yeah. I wish could say it's not like X hamster like or red tube just like see like that's the other thing like I imagine from the women's perspective it's just dick pics like constantly there's no dick pics <laughs> I don't think I don't think it's allowed okay. there's, there's like there'll be the odd one of like a lad with his arse out right um or like, although the pictures will be normal and fine, and then you go in the bio and it's like, right, whatever. But there's not that many, but there are. What I find really interesting about Tinder is um, guys looking for kink right. stuff, but they won't. There's an insect. Um, go away. <laughs> just wants to be another guest. <laughs> Sit down. Talk to us about dating. <laughs> How long have I known you? <laughs> Two moments. <laughs> go away. <laughs> go to the kitchen. Hi. <laughs> um, and, um, uh, what was I saying? Yes, um, they don't upload any pictures of themselves. And so there's that, these just okay. faceless, and it'll be like memes about kink or something right, okay. like that, or some shitty slogan about control. Right. Um, and there's, there's also uh, people that don't use pictures and they're like, I think this app is shallow. If you want to get to know me, swipe right and we'll talk. And it's like, that is really interesting. I like. I would love to find out if those people got any matches. See, the, the like the female side of that is women who put up. They'll put up like four photographs, mm. and it'll be the bio will just say something along the lines of, "I don't use this app. Add me on Instagram." Or what? Or, um, Snapchat. Yeah, and it's literally them trying to get more followers on Instagram or Snapchat because when you go to their profiles they've mm. got like thousands and it's literally them just l- trying to pick up people Wow! by going oh look there's a chance we might date <laughs> because I'm on this app yeah you go to their profiles like now there's like yeah, yeah, they're just that's it's literally that's just clever. like yeah, it's clever like, like this I little intrinsic that. thing. Yeah, like they are using yeah. the horniness <laughs> of men on, on Tinder for their own social media presence it's crazy. That right. is brilliant. Yeah. That is that is amazing. I'm going to do that. I don't use this app. <laughs> Check out my app. That's it. I'll just, yeah. It's been a strange one. Like, it's, it's found, I found it interesting how people communicate through mm. it. I think it's brilliant that you can't send pictures yes. through Tinder. Yes. That's like the most amazing thing in the world. I'm very you cannot send pictures. You can only send GIFs. And I was like, that's genius. Have you had any gift conversations? Not till like three days ago, but it was like there was some because it's because her bio mentioned like <clears throat> I'll probably just send you a gift instead of saying hello. So I was like I'll send her a gift. Yeah. Um, and that was yeah that's the only time gifts what, have actually. What come gift to did she send? That's important. Oh, I sent a bear waving. Oh yeah, a bear. Because, oh, they, that's a good one. Yeah, <laughs> it's friendly. It's funny. It's you know, I, I like had bears. a complete conversation to the point where we said we'd go for drinks. Through gifts. Through gifts. That's impressive. I mean, you can say more with a gift than you can. But neither neither person wanted to be the one that then broke out. So then once we said, so like, when you just yeah, turned we'll up with like drinks, a TV screen, just, just like. 
offensive. But um, yeah, and then messaging to stop because we're kind of like, well, there's no gift to say this bar at this time. Unless you made You should have made your own gift. I know. Oh my God. That would have been. You could have gone out of your way to make personalized gifts. Yeah, they make us better people, gifts. They say more than we could ever say. (laughs) If you want to say something, say it with a gift. (laughs) Don't get flowers, chocolates, or whatever you you want to get for your romantic partner. Just buy them. You can't lose with a good peep show gift. I don't know. See, peep show gifts kind of. I like them, but I'm not a huge fan of peep show. Yeah. I'll go. <laughs> Which I've noticed may actually be like a, a problem because like a lot of buyers are like, just talk to me about Peep Show. I was like, I've seen like one series of Peep Show. <laughs> I think, I think mo- they're like, if you were to look at every topic I've talked about with dating, Peep Show is probably like the main, the main one. Like Peep Show and um, good old Lynch. I think it's interesting to see as well, like the types of people. Well, like, mm-hmm. it's, it's like when you, it's from like a statistic point of view, occupation wise. Okay. okay. There are lots of business owners. Oh, really? Mm. There's lots of nurses. Okay. And beauticians. Yeah. Yeah. Beautician. Yeah. Beauticians are absolutely Tinder's like demographic. Those are the, the top two things. Like people who are doing nursing, studying nursing, or being beauticians. Those are like the three main. That's really interesting. Which you'll find. Think... The one I see is, um, it'll be like business owner of like a clothing store, but it just means they're like unemployed. Right. Um, and there's guys that try to pass themselves off as like entrepreneurs, like like they wore a suit once or they once went on a fancy boat. And they've got a picture of them with a Lamborghini and just like, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or it's like the, the gap year guys oh, who were like, I did this like eight years ago. Look at me with kids in Africa. Aren't I a wonderful human being? There's a lot of those where it's like, oh, I love to travel and... It's a picture of them jumping off a cliff in some like hot country, mm. and then you ask them about it, and it was like, yeah, that was like five years ago. And I'm like, yeah. cool. So you've been traveling since then? It's like, nope, nope, nothing. I'm like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so you love to travel, but you haven't done but it. You, in a you while. don't travel. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's still a strange place to be. Like, to yeah. Be. Have you had any like particularly standout like first messages or anything? Have you had to be the one to, to message I've first? I've always had to message first. I've really? never had anyone message me first. I find that as well, though. Yeah? Like, there'll be the odd first message, but I'm normally the one to send the first message, I, which I, I'm happy to do. I think I always send it first because it's very rare I've had it where it's been like, you have a new match. It's always been like, oh, I've swiped. And, and then it's, it's like, oh, you matched. Yeah, and I'm so like, you've cool. been the second. I was there first. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll message kind of thing. Um, but yeah, on the, the the rare occasion where it's been like, oh, you know, you've matched with someone, I leave it for a little bit just yeah. to see if they mm. would message. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, all right, cool, I'll just message. Yeah, <laughs> I think there's. Well, I've seen people say like that women shouldn't message first. And I think it's a whole load of shit. It is a load of shit. I think it should. Like, I think there's a good rule of like, if you're the second swiper and it comes up hmm. saying that you've matched. Then you take because you know the... first. They may not be at the phone. They yeah, may not have notifications. Just, but it's just yeah. I don't know. It seems like a nice bit of etiquette. Like yeah. if you're the one that it matches on, then send a message. Yeah. I've not had any nightmares. No. Like I've not no. had anything which has been particularly it's bad. Very on early Tinder. days. I know. I was, <laughs> I was telling my dad about it, um, and he works uh, steelworks. And he's got, like, a lot of younger guys who work with him. Yeah. And he was saying, oh, they go on, like, a lot of dates. And he was just like, you'll find there's a lot of crazy people out there. And I was like... Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> well, I've not had that so far. That's good. Touch wood. I mean, there may be people who may be crazy, but... I think, yeah, aren't we all a little crazy? Crazy can be fun, though. Yeah. I mean, I'm a little crazy. <laughs> I feel like we're, like, a line away from that quote from Psycho. Which <laughs> one? So, like, we can all get a little bit crazy sometimes <laughs> while he's surrounded by, like, stuffed crows. I was trying to think of when you were saying about uh, winter boyfriends and summer boyfriends. I can't remember what show it is. I think it might be IT Crowd, where they're discussing relationships or something, and one of them's just like, but there's less women on the street. <laughs> like, I don't run into them as often. They're in their houses, it's winter. <laughs> so you can't run into these people. <laughs> so have you um, been able to approach people face-to-face then? I know there was, like, you've, you've had a couple of things like that. Um, I've had, like, maybe one thing like that. Because that was a goal I set myself when I became single. And I was like... Because, yeah, I avoided Tinder for, like, so long. <clears throat> yeah, I avoided, I remember. like, all, <laughs> all interaction with online dating. I was like, I'm not doing it for a while. Yes. And it needed to be in, like, the right mindset. And I didn't want didn't to carry my baggage to someone else. Um. So, yeah, like... I think there's been like one incident. Say incident, that makes it sound terrible. Incident. <laughs> <laughs> Some poor victim. <laughs> one event. We'll go with event. Events sound good. <laughs> um, yeah, it was kind of like face to face and talking to someone. But then I was I was terrible anyway because I'm the most awkward human being in the world. <laughs> <laughs> but at least that happened. Like, I mean, I was drunk, pro- but and like, I was still awkward as hell. Talking it's... to people is difficult. It is. I feel like I'm pretty good at like. I mean. No doubt somebody will watch this and be like, actually, she's shit at it. But, like, um, talking to people online, online dating, yeah. and um, I'm all right at, like, first dates. Like, I know kind of what buttons to push to be able to, like, take someone home or whatever. Right. I'd like to think. Okay. Again, so they could just be taking pity so on me. To this. Um, <laughs> I shall teach you. Um, yeah, but, um, like, that's definitely, like, my comfort zone. Yeah. Um, but put me in a club or a bar... And point me towards someone attractive, and I'll just yeah, Cause... that won't happen. It won't happen. It's one of these annoying things of like, I'm fine talking to people. Yeah. And I can talk to most people. I just can't approach people. Mm. It's like once I'm in that conversation, yes, yeah, I can run that's, a conversation. Yeah, that's what that's, I would say about yeah. myself as well. Yeah. It's like it's just past that first. I mean, like a thing I was doing the other day of going to the event of like, just getting past like a front desk. That's yeah. a challenge. Yeah. But once I'm past that, fine. Yeah. Because you've broken that seal of like, oh, hi, initial, you know, and I'm yeah. in the right place and I know what I'm doing. And yeah. so like talking to someone, even if it was just like in public, I just, it, yeah, approaching someone's like, that's, that's never going to happen. Yeah. But then, cause I, yeah, I can convince myself in like less than a minute that they're not interested. Yeah. That's what I do. <laughs> it's a talent. I mean. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, nobody can shut down <laughs> the feeling quicker. I think it's one of those things where, like, it's, it's like a... Because it's a sitcom trope of where, like, new relationships are starting and then someone, like, pitches their whole life together with someone. Mm. And they're, like, they fall in love, like, instantly. They're like, yeah. oh, well, we'll be married and we'll yeah. do this and we'll... Oh, this is what our kids will look like <clears> and all this kind of stuff. And it's, you know... But it's like the, the polar opposite of that, that you can look at it and be like, cool, so that's never going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I'm at an interesting point where I'm sort of seeing somebody 
exclusively, mm-hmm. which is some, like a sentence that a few months ago I'd have been like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's not that's not a thing. Yeah. That's not something you'll ever want to do again. Um, and yeah, I, I still ha- I still have that thing of like, yeah, but at some point they're like, they're like going to see sense. Right. And like, you know, we are here. Like, yeah. so it's that combination of like optimism mm-hmm. of what might happen and then like pessimism. Yeah. And that's that. sort of like, they don't really like me though, do they? Like, and I think that's interesting. Yeah. I think that's something, I think that's a personal thing. Because it's like, you can kind of see how people who do stay single for very long, like years, end up staying single because yeah. they get into such a habit of it. Yes. That it becomes just their go-to. Yeah. So convincing themselves that anything could lead to more than just like yeah. a month state's yeah it's hard but I've noticed that even like within a year yeah like my approach to like relationships and I've become a lot more like cynical um I mean I'm a cynical person anyway but um yeah like my mindset um has I want to say changed because you're saying we're not changing (laughs) but um yeah so like it's strange for me going towards what could be a relationship Mm. but with a completely different mindset that I've had in the past yeah because normally I, I know what I'm like at this stage, and this is like completely different. Yeah. Which is. That could be good though. Yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah. I'm probably going into this at like, with the most healthiest mindset I've ever had. Yeah. Because I've just leapt from serious relationship to serious relationship. Mm-hmm. I had about eight years of just going from, heavy relationship to heavy relationship with very brief windows of singledom. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's nice to be going at it after having a bit of time yeah. to like <laughs> know myself and find myself and all those horrible tri- cliches. cliches eat, pray, love bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's just always a strange one of like finding yourself. Yeah. Mainly because I'd hate to find me. Like if yeah. I came across me, <laughs> I'd hate me. That's <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't understand. It's, I think that's what, that leads into, like, not understanding why people would be interested in you. Well, it's, because, it's like, if I whole... run into myself, I'd, like, like well, it's screw that. Oh, it's that Woody that Allen guy. quote, isn't it? I wouldn't want to be a member of any... What was it? I wouldn't want to be a part of any group that would have me as a member. Yeah. You wouldn't want to be associated with something that would associate itself with you. Yeah. I think that's, that, that, that leads worse than if, like, it goes past relationships. Mm. That goes into, yeah. like, work. Yeah, it goes into like that. everything. Yeah. Yeah. Because I meet people who... Are similar to me, yeah. And people go, "Oh, you're like them. You'll get along. They're a lot like you." And I'm like, "No." Ooh. <laughs> I think people you can't have that two clash. of me in the same room. Yeah, for people that clash, I've seen in like previous work situations and stuff, the people that clash and argue are the people that are the most similar. Hmm. Yeah. And they identify because they they're partly it's just that they clash, but then they're faced with somebody that is so similar to them yeah. that it makes them reflect on themselves, yeah. whether or not they realize it. Yeah, I think it's when you're shown like the mirror bit of you, and you're like, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> yeah, you're like, let's say you're like facing something that you weren't. Yeah, for. you're like, I knew I was all this, but I didn't realize I was that much all this. Yeah, and yeah, I think that's that's a danger because I think like um, been meeting kind of few few new people, um, not through Tinder, just like through friends and chatting about work stuff mm-hmm. and art and all that kind of stuff, and it's like you meet people and you're like, hmm. We do have a lot of similarities, yeah. but whilst we have all these similarities, we approach it slightly differently yeah. in a way. Um, and whilst I kind of like, part of you kind of envies the other way 
they're yeah. doing it because they're the same personality as you and they're going like all one all, yeah. all the other way but then on the other side you're like nah I'm doing it right yeah I think I have a thing where if I meet people that are very similar to me but they have different approaches um, sometimes I see them as like either sort of like a better version of me right. or like something to aim towards like yeah. I I definitely see people as like a hierarchy and like if they're more even though that, that like the most confident people mm-hmm. can be really vulnerable yeah. and damaged um I still definitely see like my friendships and stuff as like a, I guess like a leaderboard yeah. of who is the most like together or cool or yeah. interesting I definitely have that of like a cool leaderboard yeah in your head where you're like hey, I've got these friends some of them are cooler than other ones yeah 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 and there's like <laughs> they can't help that <laughs> and you feel cooler when you're out with them yeah uh, yeah, it's a strange. I don't know. I think yeah, it's one of those things you kind of you kind of have to put yourself at the top of the leaderboard. Even like no, what? well, no, but you have to. <laughs> like, even though it's hard to, like you have to in some way be like cool. So they're on this leaderboard, but I have my own leaderboard because if I start comparing myself to them, then I'm not going to ever be happy with it. Yeah, myself. well, that's that's the whole thing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. You can't compare yourself. Um, that that do. doesn't stop us doing constantly. it constantly. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, if I met me in real life, I'd be hating. I couldn't have a conversation with me. What What is it about yourself that you think you wouldn't enjoy meeting? That's a weird sentence. I don't know. I think it's, it's that. I think it falls back to that whole not wanting to be uh, intimidating or pretentious. Okay. Yeah, I still. At times I feel like I am. You're not into You're pretentious, you're not Well, yeah, that's the thing, like, it's this kind of thing. But, like, yeah, like, if I met someone who had the same kind of level of pretension that I can have, I'd hate them. Okay. But then I hate that about myself anyway. Because I always feel like... It's that kind of thing of I never want to make anyone feel bad or condescended to or talked down to. Because yeah. I was like... I like things on a level playing field. So it's like, if I met me... And there was a moment where it was like slightly more pretentious. Yeah. I'd be like, nah, fuck that guy. Because <laughs> all, all he's doing is making me feel bad. And I'd, I'd feel like that's maybe more. But then I get the feeling that I don't do as often as I think I do. Yeah. But yeah. I see. So I find pretentious a very interesting phrase. Because I don't always see it as a <clears throat> negative. Okay. Like if I, the people I get along the most yeah. are with are people who describe themselves as pretentious. Right. So most of my friends are very like cultured and intelligent and will admit to being like oh you're like that film sort right. of like not looking down on people but being like there's all those things but then here's the cool stuff that I like yeah. that sort of um separation from what everybody else is into yeah. like the rejection of the mainstream all yeah. of that um and so for me, if I hear someone say that they're pretentious, it's like an indicator that I'll probably get along with them because <laughs> I know I can definitely be pretentious. But then I'm also quite bad for admitting like guilty pleasures, and especially if I've had a drink. Yeah. I'll be like, one minute I'll be talking about how much I love Kate Bush and the Smiths and the next I'll be on the table dancing to S Club 7. So. See, I think I, I purposely hide a lot of pretension. I try, I, I try to like cool hmm. but it doesn't get worse see I don't I've never tried to be cool <laughs> effortless <laughs> well it's in my name I don't know. <laughs> you know <laughs> but no like I can't remember who I was talking to and it was one of those things of like I think I associate pretension with as a negative yeah because 
I hate people who will latch on to something. With, like, let's say wine. Okay. So, like, you get wine connoisseurs who will only drink certain types of wine. Yeah. And it's always and this. And if you're drinking anything else, it's wrong. It and, has to be from the right glass. Yeah, so. and that's what I hate. I hate when someone grabs onto something and they're like, cool, I know this, so I'm better than you. Yeah. And it was like like doing like art and stuff. It's like when people get into like art rules and they're like, oh, yeah. you have to do this and you can only, you know, draw or paint in this way. And I'm like, nope. So I purposely yeah, I need to like, prove you yeah, wrong. Yeah, so I can be really funny about like the fine art world. Yeah. I can be really like, oh, it's just pretentious shit. Mm. But then in my own, like, if I'm talking about like film mm-hmm. or, you know, music or whatever, I can be like the most pretentious tie in the world. Yeah. I don't know if it's just things that we, we find something that we feel comfortable and confident about. Yeah. And sometimes pretentiousness comes from not really knowing or understanding yeah. certain things. I think as long as you, as long as when you, you find something which you know about, you're willing to look at the stuff which isn't classed as fine. Yeah. Like, you're still okay. It's like with films, it's like, cool, so you're going to watch Citizen Kane and then you're going to get all big about it and be like, oh, it's the best film ever made and all this kind of stuff. It's like, yes, but at the same time, I'm going to go sit and watch Demolition Man. Yeah. Because that is a classic film. Yeah. And it's that kind of thing of being able to look at it and go, no, that's got equal value. Yeah. But from a different context point of view. Yeah. To what's going on Entertainment here. Entertainment yeah. rather than... Yeah. yeah. So it's like with the same with that. Of like, oh, you can be into, you know, classical artists and your, your Picassos and Rembrandts and all that. And you can get really into that. But at the same time, you've got to be able to appreciate, you know, the guy who draws Stickman. Yeah. And mass produced a bunch of advertising materials yeah, just because it was funny I do hate when funny. people get pretentious towards yeah. like commercial art because so much work goes into yeah. it as we both know oh yeah definitely. like it's like oh why are you charging five pounds for a poster it's like because it took me five hours yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, just because I didn't print it <laughs> yeah yeah so uh, yeah pretentious is, it's just like I do worry about it I don't think you need to. Yeah. And, like, the whole intimidating thing, like, you're not intimidating in the slightest. <laughs> I think the intimidating thing just comes from, like, back when back when I was a teenager and, like, fogged off. Mm. And, obviously, I'm quite a tall person. So it's, like, dressed in black, six foot two, don't smile very often. And, yeah, and so I always felt like I was trying to be a little bit intimidating. Yeah. And then like, a bit of like a fuck off. Yeah, it was like of. a fuck off, go away. Yeah. I'm doing I what I'm doing. I definitely did that as well. Um, so even when kind of like the goth stuff kind of faded, because it never truly, you never truly get rid of it. Uh, <laughs> you know. no, I'm, I do find myself quite like distrusting of people that are still, that still dressed like that. I'm like, are you like holding on to some like nostalgia? I don't, I don't get this distrust. I just don't see what, like it's the same with like people who dress up like, as, as general people, like people who wear like heavy makeup and they do their, their nails every day and then they go out and like full like okay. smart dress. Yeah. I don't get how people have the time people, to do any of this. People enjoy it. They as, do. as a frequent overdresser for things, I, I, like, it's enjoyable. I, I just don't get I literally wake up and put clothes on. <laughs> and that's like the straight. And even when I like had long hair, it was like wake up, brush hair, done. I, just, you don't, you don't I don't get any enjoyment out of preening myself no. in any way. I mean, yeah, <laughs> looking at my face. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, just, I don't know. It's one thing, and that was like that was essentially why I stopped doing like the goth thing, just because it was a lot of effort. I just. I mean, I didn't even done. do that much. 
No, I, I remember I got um, shouted out at school because I had bright pink eyeliner around all of my eyes. Right. And I remember having an argument with the tutor because there were these girls that had, like, foundation and fake tan and all. And I was like, we've got the same amount of makeup on. Mm-hmm. Just mine's more visible. Yeah. Well, at least more colourful. Yeah. Um, and she, she wasn't impressed by that. Um, <laughs> but I used to... But that was just eyeliner central. My face was just eyeliner all the time. Yeah. Um, and all the, like, spiky bracelets and all of that. Yeah. But um, I always find it really interesting when people um, say that they find, like, goths and stuff very um, intimidating because they're always normally the most, like, quiet, reserved, shy people. I find goth women very intimidating, but I think that just comes back to awkwardness. Yeah, because you've got to think for goth ladies, haven't you? And I think that just kind of leads back to that, so I'm like, yeah, I'm just not going to be able to... I remember being, like, as a teenager, because I couldn't, like, I, I dressed in black all the time, but I couldn't afford, like, the, like, you know, like, alchemy gothic stuff yeah, or, yeah. like, criminal damage. Like, it's just so expensive. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, so I just kind of did it all on, like, a budget. Like, I'd just go to Primark and grab whatever was black and yeah. under a tenner. Could have well goes by safety pins. Yes, exactly, right exactly. <laughs> um, and um, so then I, I would feel intimidated by people who could afford to, like, do the whole thing. Mm. Um, but that was only from, like, a, they're cooler than me, sort of, rather than, like, they look like a terrifying person. See, I think my, like, now, especially <clears throat> now, mine, again, leads back to the pretension thing. Yeah. If when I see, especially, uh, let's say, a guy my age who does the full goth thing. Yeah. And goes around it every day and, like, eyeliner, nails, everything. And I kind of sat there just like, why are you taking this so seriously? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think it's because I'm quite relaxed like, and everything and I'm just like I can't take anyone who's that into anything seriously. I think whenever I see like people just like that, I feel very like nostalgic for right. like ten years ago, like when I was a teenager and would like sit around with my friends listening to my chemical romance yeah. and all that and it, it it makes me feel like it it definitely even though at the time I was insistent that it wasn't a phase, it was. And I think, like, seeing people that are still like, this is who I am, like, is, like, I find it endearing, but it's also a little bit like, why are you holding on so dearly? What are you hiding? Yeah. Yeah. Like, or, like, and and I mean, I'm all for people dressing however they want. Yeah. Um, uh, But there is, yeah, yeah. Like, if I see people from school who are still, like, really into all of that, I'm Mm. like, that's cool. But why? Yeah. Like, why are you holding on to it? I think that's, like, a general thing as well, though, like, it's not just like the alternative culture for mm. that. Because it's like when you see people who get like fully dressed up to go shopping. Yeah. Like they'll do like suit or they'll be like full full, you know, blouse, heels, <clears throat> the the full nines yeah. and then they go to the supermarket. I'm, and I'm quite like, bad for that. Though. But it's it's one of those things of like I just don't get it. I I can't see through it in yeah. a way. But I think it's that art thing of where you try and put connotations on everything. Yeah. Like some people they do that as they it's like you enjoy it. You wake up, you get dressed, and that's that's part of your like yeah. your everyday. Whereas to me, it looks like effort. So I like okay. So it automatically so has a thing in the back like of my head of like you're going out of your way to do something. Okay. So you're trying to do something. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, but I know that's just my point of view yeah. because it's just everyday life for a lot of people. Whereas like for me, I'm just like no, this you're trying to do a message or something here. In a way, hmm. I don't know. That's interesting. <laughs> But there's a question, going okay. back to, as soon as we discussed being young, what would young you think of dating you now? 
Think like, of dating me. Well, no, like how, like how, 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 so like how you date now compared to like your age. So like let's say 16. Because that's, oh that's, that's the nice little Okay, age. so at 16, I was one year into a four-year relationship with an older guy. And, like, I was, like, well set that that was going to be, like, forever. That was, that was the, yeah. yeah, yeah, like... Um, and it wasn't it wasn't a very healthy or safe relationship, really. Um, but <coughs> I would think... I'd probably think I was a massive slut. <laughs> yeah, I was definitely... I went into that whole thing, like, when a lot of women first get... Maybe not so much nowadays because there's so much more out there. Hmm. But when I first got into, like, feminism and stuff, I think lots of people succumbed to this idea of, like a woman who is dressed scantily or sleeping around doesn't have any self-respect rather right, okay. than, and it can get quite like slut shamey. Yeah. Um, and it just seems to be that that's like on the doorway of getting it before you understand it properly yeah, yeah. Um, or think you understand it properly. Um, so I definitely was like, and I think growing up as well, I was such an outsider and it felt so much like popular girls versus me yeah. that I was like, oh, they've always got boys around them. Like, just sort of like demonizing those sort of that sort of idea of um being wanted by boys and all of that and um like my yeah my whole like i was just a girl who had so many crushes but it never came to anything um so i think i think i'd i think part of me would be impressed that i've managed to pull right and like see lots of people yeah but I think I'd probably be like, what are you trying to prove? Or right, okay. why are you doing this? Sort kind of, of questioning yourself. Yeah. 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 Um, whereas like, <clears throat> if I could talk to my 16-year-old self, I'd be like, don't be such a fucking prude. And don't be so judgmental. <laughs> like, you're going to enjoy it. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. What about you? Um, see, mine was weird <clears throat> at 16. So at 16, I'd just come out of like a year's relationship. Okay. Which is not a healthy relationship. No. They so rarely and seem to be at that age. <clears throat> I was going into another relationship, which was not a healthy relationship. Because <laughs> that's what I did from like 16 to 18. I just yeah. went from bad relationship yeah. to bad relationship. Which is fair um, enough, is what we do, But I was kind of like... I was in a very... Not a similar situation, like mindset. But I was... I was starting on like a line of where... <coughs> Excuse me. I was... <clears throat> getting used to the idea of kind of being single but from like a bad point of view so like now obviously you, you date you meet people you friends yeah. and all that kind of thing whereas because it was 16 and hormones taken over and that kind of thing it was very sex-based okay so it was very doesn't matter what happens but i'm getting sex okay not from like like, like a intimidation or like rape yeah. point of view but well, more yeah. like <laughs> more from like i would say anything to do anything okay because that was yeah 16 hormones that was what you felt you had to do to get what you wanted yeah so it was kind of like to see me now I'd probably hate me I get I hear that a lot from like like, guys that I know like they feel like when they were like in their teens they were like horrible people yeah and I I knew a few guys that were awful to me and I spoke to them even like a few years after it happened and they were like I was an absolute twat like sort of I mean, nobody is... I don't think anyone's a very nice person when they're a teenager. Because no. you've got your own shit going on. And I was an absolute arsehole. Yeah. Um, because I'm so amazing now. Um, but, um, 
yeah, I think it seems to be a thing, like, especially when you're like a teenager and you're driven, you are driven by like hormones yeah. and you're not really in control. Well, then I think, I think part of that kind of comes back to like, because you, you've got a whole generation of men who see themselves as like when they're 16 as bad people. Okay. But if you look at like the media, 16 year old boys are only represented <clears throat> as like bad people, essentially. Yeah. They're either really nervous, bookish, bookish, shy, yeah, delightful people, and then they'll get screwed over in some way. Yeah. Or they're just sex obsessed. Yeah. And it's like, so even when you look back at your own life, you look at like the media stuff, Through and the you're lens like, of, you're like, yeah. so that's how everyone saw me, even though that was probably an exaggeration. You yeah. weren't as bad as you thought. You just yeah. knew more going in your head at the but time. But I am all for. I was having more female characters that are sex obsessed. Oh yeah, definitely. Because I feel like teenage girls are always seen as the victims of these horrible teenage boys. Yeah. And you see so much stuff good girls like fawning or yeah. like falling out with their friends over boys or like falling victim to these horrible things that happen to them. Whereas now it seems like we're getting more female characters in fiction and TV and stuff that yeah. are a bit more in control. Yeah. And just even like exploring their own sexual Yeah desires which is amazing um, I found it interesting recently I've been re-watching that 70s show yeah <clears throat> and remembering how good that show was I at dealing with that. like sex subjects okay because though like there's, there's characters in it who are sex obsessed they're represented as quite dumb yeah but they're kind of they have an emotional change throughout the entire series mm. so they kind of learn their lessons so you, you see this character development which yeah. kind of carries through but at the same time the men and women are the same level of kind of okay. obsession that's really interesting yeah and it's kind of it's i think the main storyline with like uh donna and eric who are the two of the main characters their first time isn't led by eric oh it's led by donna that's, that's and her wanting to do it yeah and whilst he wants to it's like the, the whole situation is set up to be her her decision and her yeah. kind of like goal so it's, it's a really like it was better than people gave it credit yeah, that, that sounds really... It's on Netflix like, in a bit of a time as well. The entire thing's on Netflix. If you yeah, it's on my list. Yeah, I just haven't watched that it. Same issue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think, like, young me would dislike me now. Because I, I, I think I'd look at me and be like, you gave up something. Like what? I think it's that kind of thing of, like, I'd look at it as, like... Because I was ego the size of Jupiter. <laughs> Even though the most insecure person in the world, you, you kind of project that, yeah. you know, self, that's why my uh, DeviantArt is so angsty, because I'm so deep. <laughs> I'm so deep. All of the deep centers. Yes. Um, so yeah, it was kind of, I'd look at it now as like, no, I became more human. And at 16, I was like, that's a bad thing. Yeah. You Do you shouldn't. not still think that you still have that kind of like hedonistic side though? I think there's parts of me, but I think I've I've done... I think because of the, the like the relationships and stuff I've had since being that age. Yeah. I think it's it's less like because at sixteen I saw it as like a power thing. <clears throat> if that's how you should be because that's how you can gain power and that's how you can be the best and that kind of thing and that whole competitive yeah. fuel thing kinda of comes through. But then realising that it's just part of you and like doesn't define you. Yeah. That took a lot of time. Yeah. So whilst that is there, and there is still part of me which is like, yes, you know, you get sex, carry on, get sex, carry on. Yeah. There's like, it's it's a thing of knowing that that doesn't define you. Have you spoken to any of the girls? Like, do you speak to any any of them? 
like nowadays or like have oh, you who I dated when I was sixteen? Yeah. No. <laughs> I I, <laughs> have, I I can't. Do you think they would still see you as like that horrible yeah. teenage boy? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I haven't. Prior to my last relationship, I couldn't talk to my ex-girlfriend. Okay. And my last relationship was like five years. So prior to that was uni. Didn't really have a relationship through that. Yeah. But everything from college up to like up to the end of college, I can't talk to any of them. Just through a mix of me wanting to never talk to them again because yeah. it was like a bad relationship, yeah. like when the ones I was in when I was sixteen. Or me destructively, yeah, kind of going through college yeah. and just like ruining things. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think it'd be interesting. I always had this wonderful idea of I'd love to do a documentary about me because, you know, why not? <laughs> you know, put my, my ego out there. No, I um, not. Yeah, and I just love the idea of them being interviewed. Okay. about me yeah. but me not doing the interview because I like I, I couldn't do that that yeah. would be like the most intense thing ever um, but I was just like I love this idea that they would be interviewed for a thing about me and they would feel like they could destroy me yes. because it was a documentary it's like no I'm going to expose them for the terrible person I just want to hear that Yeah. in a way I don't know why there's just some like weird satisfaction that you're in someone's head like yeah. years later even though yeah. it's like a bad image it's like, it's like you still think way. of me in some way. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's part of yeah, like that hedonistic really side of like, yeah. yeah. Like when the first boy that I ever had any kind of dalliance with, I was 13, no, 14, he was mm. 15, and he was like, you know, you're kind of typical, like, sex-obsessed, like, they're the stereotype, yeah. really. Um, and I was, I was very, like, hormone-driven and very, very horny kid. But I was a lot more like shy and nervous, mm-hmm. um, and he he was horrible, really awful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for some reason we went out again. We could take for like three weeks. He like was like that age, and then a year later we went out for a week again. And I remember at the time being like, "Why have I gone back there?" Mm-hmm. And then a couple of years later, so he'd had to like resit his AS, <coughs> and we ended up on the same course. Right. And even though like so that was like a good two or so years later. And I was like, that, he, no, he, mm. bad, bad person. Yeah. Like, well, not bad person, but yeah. bad experience. Um, I still found myself weirdly drawn to him. Yeah. And then another two odd years later, when I was commuting to uni, um, he owned a business that was in, like, Retford or something. Right. So I bumped into him on the train one morning. And even though time had passed and I didn't even find him, like, attractive or anything... There was still that little part of me that was like, it's you, yeah. kind of. And that's I find <clears> that how we still do that. Yeah. Even though we know that that person was bad and or bad for us. and But you still, especially, I don't know if it's just like those first few people. Mm. Like like you say, like you're still like, you're, they're still on your mind, even if it's like yeah. right at the back. Yeah. Like you're, you're, there, you're there. I think there's some level of that of, <clears throat> because we can be affected by it. We want them to be affected by it. Yeah. I think that's kind of... I don't like, think anybody wants to be forgotten as well. No. I think, I think people want to just be yeah, it's a like, hazy... As much memory. as you want to be someone's either fantasy or enemy <clears throat> in their memory, just because you're in their memory, yeah. it's, it's that kind of thing of because you know when you see them, you're affected by it. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, like one of my exes, 
did not end well. This was the end of college. This was the last relationship I had in college. I'll not go heavily into it. But I think it was like two years ago. And I I cut off everything from college. Like, if I could have left my penis behind, I probably would have. <laughs> <laughs> the world would have been a better place. <laughs> <clears throat> but like, um, yeah, kind of, I was sat watching TV. It was like 3 a.m. And she came on TV because she was in some trailer for some oh documentary God. Channel 4 was making. Wow. And it killed me. Yeah. Like, literally, like, my brain just shut down of, like, everything disconnected. Yeah. And it was like, I hate that. I hate that someone has that kind of... Effect on you still. Like, progressive effect. And yeah. I was like, in a way, I want that to be the same. Yeah. And if it wasn't, that would annoy the crap out of yeah. me. Yeah. But then it would be so much better if I wasn't. Yeah. Like, I want, like, it would be that thing of, like, I'd want them to be happy... You know, I'd want them to time. forget about what, what was, yeah. but at the same time, like, I'd, I'd want them to at least have, like, a physical reaction yeah. Yeah. To, to the whole situation. And absolutely. Yeah. I find that on a much smaller scale <clears throat> with, um, as you will find out, how small Lincoln is with, yeah. like, dating and stuff. I am worried about it. You'll be fine. But Mainly. <laughs> it's just entertaining more than anything. I once went to an event and there were three different guys that I had gotten off with at some point. <laughs> I had a bad thought the other day of just, like, because I've not met many people from Tinder. Maybe like two, yeah, yeah. two, three people. And I was like, we've all been very open <clears throat> and honest about what we're looking for yeah. and how we want to be. And we're essentially just becoming friends with people. Yeah. And I was just like, but it's so strange because if I had like a party or something, I'd want to invite them all. Because they're your friends. Because they're my friends. Yeah. But at the same time, like, that's so, no. What? Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm going to have to pick yeah, someone? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I had a thing where the guy that I'm seeing at the moment... Um, when he came down to visit me, I was like, oh, there's this there's this event that's on yeah. that looks really cool. I really want to take you to it. But then I was like, but somebody that I had a thing with is going to be there. And then there was this weird thing of like, that would be really awkward yeah. and I should avoid that. But then at the same time, I was like, but he's really cool and they'll get along really well. They're, and we're good friends. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't I want to introduce somebody to my friend? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was a very much like, I think if you go at things from like a casual perspective as well you're gonna have that overlap of like friendship and mutual interests and I think sometimes it can be cool Mm -hmm. because like the people that I've had casual things with and stayed friends with they're really good friendships Mm -hmm. um and because because you're both going at things from a more relaxed mindset yeah. you're not stressing out about things there isn't there isn't the same awkwardness when you bump into them because you're friends yeah um, but I did have a thing. I um, bumped into somebody that I saw for a few weeks that didn't end very well, right. and um, it like it got me like my I got that little like panicky feeling, mm-hmm. and it was just like a little bump into them. Like said hi, he like very straight faced like yeah sort of oh, shit, <laughs> um, and um, then like that was on my mind for a little bit just because you're like. Obviously, that on some little thing meant something to me mm-hmm. for a split second. Yeah. What are they thinking now? Yeah. And that whole thing of like, how do they remember you? And yeah. did you mean anything? Not not mean anything to them, but I guess yeah, that whole thing but of like to wanting them. to yeah. elicit a response. Yeah. 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 Uh, <clears throat> it's a strange thing. I do. I, I think the one which worries me, Lincoln, is that I'll have a bad experience yeah. and then not be able to go into certain places. I get yeah. I think there's only, I think there's only a couple of places. Like if I suddenly started dating someone from like, 
Nero or something, and then we had a bad experience, then I could never go into Cafe Nero again. Yeah. That would be devastating. <laughs> <laughs> Not because of the bad experience, just because, because I could no longer go to coffee. And it's like, that's strange. But yeah, it's it's such a strange thing of like, I I have more of a fear of just my freedoms within Lincoln being restricted by my interactions with other people. It's kind of like avoiding a school bully. Yeah. Like, oh no, I can't go to But it's the whole thing of not wanting to shit where you eat as well, isn't it? But then you're kind of like, if you like somebody, whatever capacity it's in you, you're going to go for it. You're not going to be like, oh, I'm not going to do that just because they work at this certain place. Um, And I think. No matter how badly things end or whatever, I think as long as you're like open and communicative, yeah. things are okay. And everyone knows things are like awkward. It's always awkward when you bump mm. into somebody after something, whether it's years of relationship or after a one night stand. Yeah. Like it's always going to be awkward. Yeah. The first time you bump into somebody. I think that's in a way that's maybe the mistake <clears throat> people make with with like Tinder and stuff is that, and that was. <clears throat> like more worried about me like about online relationships of people misrepresenting themselves yeah. <clears throat> or trying to adhere to someone kind of how they thought they wanted to be seen in a way so like let's say someone who was looking for a relationship yeah and then they found someone and they were like <coughs> oh you know they're only looking for something casual but i want a relationship but maybe i can do casual for a while so they're kind of yeah. lying to themselves or maybe they'll change their mind <clears throat> yeah rather yeah. than thinking they'll never change their mind we'll go with this yeah. it's like as long as you I think as long as you approach dating in any capacity as like a clear, honest thing. I think as long thing. as you're honest with yourself as yeah. well about your limits and yeah. what you can take. You know what you want. I think that's why I stayed off <coughs> Tinder for so long, was because I I had no idea what was going on in my yeah. head. And it's like so as soon until you figure out what but you want. But it can shift as yeah. well. So yeah. when I came out of my relationship, I was like, I don't want anything serious. Yeah. Um. But then the more like when the time as time goes on, like. Sometimes you think, oh, maybe maybe I would like something mm-hmm. a bit more serious, or maybe I just want like a friend that I can fool around with. Like, like what you want does change, so mm-hmm. you can go in with yeah, like uh, not an expectation, but an idea of what you want, and that yeah. can still change, which then can cause like confusion. And yeah. especially as for me, I was taking things on a person by person basis. So while I haven't been looking for a yeah. relationship or anything serious. Um, I could meet one person and have a great time with them and it'd just be a one night thing yeah. or I could meet somebody else I'm just, I'd take it person by person which I think is I'd like to think is a more healthy way I think that's special unless you're like yeah. absolutely dead set. <clears throat> then the fact that there are people on Tinder or like on dating websites in general that are like I'm looking to get married yeah that is terrifying that is terrifying and it's not it's not healthy yeah at all and it's not fair it puts so much pressure on both people yeah. and I, I can't get my head around that yeah. approach at all. I know some people have that really set out with like a an end goal, like they know it's always good to have something <clears> to aim <throat> for. Yeah. But well, having something which is like so that. concrete, it's like saying I want to have five kids. Like that's your goal. Of yeah. like this is me. I want to get married and have five kids. Yeah, it's like, that's cool. my thing. So yeah. even if you meet someone and you really get along and they want to get married and they happen to be impotent. Yeah. Like, so does that mean you're just going to break up with them because they don't match your goal, which you set up, set so concretely, yeah. rather than ex- accepting or that if people you, if change. If you really fall for somebody or whatever, yeah, and they, but they don't believe in like marriage. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. I think it's just strange. I mean, it, in a way, it's like that kind of thing. Like, whilst I mean, in the dating situation, I was, I'm, I'm new to it, mm. essentially, so I'm not looking for something serious. Yeah. 
I it's that thing of like if I met someone I could get something serious yeah. it's not like I'd run away from it yeah exactly yeah. I think it's it's easier to go in being like I don't want anything serious and that being your thing yeah because you're not doing any kind of damage yeah I guess whereas so if you start with, with the serious you can't go back from no serious. exactly yeah yeah you can yeah. progress from yeah Casual. It's like to make a really bad metaphor. Okay. Okay. So it's kind of like a hobby. Okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you can get into, I don't know, what, what do people do? Let's say stamp collecting. <laughs> we'll go classic. Stamp collecting. Okay. So you get really into stamp collecting, but you're like, you know what? I could be interested in stamp collecting. I don't want to go out and buy books, but maybe I'll collect a stamp. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, cool. So I got like five stamps now. And then you suddenly realize <laughs> that one of your stamps is like worth something. And you're like, maybe I could get really into stamp collecting. <laughs> And suddenly you have seven books of stamps. Yes. Yeah, and it's that kind of thing of, like, you can't go back casual after you've got your seven books of stamps. Yeah. Because you already have a, you have the seven a collection books of, of books yes. of stamps. Yeah. So you'd have to get rid to start casual again. Yeah, yes. That is a really good metaphor. <laughs> it sounds, again, it sounds very disposable. But it's like, yeah, I think of, true. like, once you have that collection, you, you can't go back. So you've kind of got to approach dating as casual. Even if you are looking yeah. for something serious in the long term, you don't have to present yourself you just as... Just take it easy. Yeah. I think people put themselves under so much pressure as well as oh, yeah. the other person. I think age and has then, stuff to do with that, though. Yeah, but when it's when it's people doing it at, like, 18, 19... Yeah. That's... That's terrifying. Yeah. But then I knew, like, people like that when I was that age. Yeah. Like, I knew people at 16 who were like, I want to get married. And you're like, you're 16. Yeah, I got engaged at 16, but I think it was more just a wanting to prove to people that somebody wanted to be with me after right, okay. I was this, like, un-kind of unwantable, right. ugly teenager, I think, like... It was proving a as point. As soon as somebody than, came yeah. along, yeah, yeah, I was like, look, yeah. I am worth something, you know, all that bullshit. Um, I mean, I guess, in a way, some people see that as, like, achievement. yeah. Yeah, oh. and I do think there's like there's definitely like a ladder in a relationship, right? And people feel like if they haven't reached a certain rung by a certain point that they're failing, or that yeah. people won't see their relationship as like legitimate. Yeah, which is why people seem to get engaged very quickly or yeah. move in very quickly. It's that whole thing of making it Facebook official. Yeah, I think that's a really interesting one. I find it hilarious that people do get put so much onus on it. Yeah. Because, I mean, my last relationship, we never... Didn't you? We both hid our statuses. That's interesting. Why? Um, because we were... We, I think... Well, part of that was because we'd spent, uh, like, uni together. And there was a lot of people who were like, oh, you two are really good together. And we weren't dating at the time. And we were just... I think we wanted to prove a point. Yeah. Of like, no, we don't want people to come back and be able to go, oh, I told you so. Yeah. Kind of so we hid it at first, and then it just kind of <clears> stayed <throat> that way. And we were like... Is it, we discussed it a couple of times of whether it was a thing we wanted to kind of do, but we were yeah. quite private people. It's like, I don't feel like it's something I'd shout about. Yeah. Ever. Kind of thing. I think... It's not like you're wanting to appear open or appear like you're not in a relationship. Yeah. But it was just more like, no, we're, we're quite private. It's sort of the people. Yeah. But this is this 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 is about us. Rather yeah. Than no, about that's about showing nice. off us. I think there's definitely, like, to, to make a Facebook kind of pun, it's definitely about, like, status. Yeah. Um... But I think there's some things... I think it's like the digital equivalent of holding somebody's hand in public. I think yeah. I think there's a level of, of sweetness to it and being like, this is my person. Like, I think, I think it's nice. And, like, 
that I mean it's still tied in with like getting likes and all that but like yeah. that moment where you you put it and you get people commenting on it and people being happy for you I mean all of it's based on this idea that you have to be in a relationship to be happy and mm, all yeah, of that yeah. and accruing likes is yeah. a way of gauging your success placating your but, ego yeah, yeah but like there is there's a level of naivety and sweetness to it I think see I I, I don't think I see the naivety and sweetness no? to it because I, I think maybe it's just me being me or <clears throat> cynical as anything well I'm cynical but, oh no mine's worse because <laughs> I, I, I just don't see it it's like when people I mean people are going to show off their lives because that's what social media yeah, is for yeah. uh, but even without social media it's yeah. what people do it's what people do but like I've never been you can't bump into relatives without being like oh and so and so has just finished her yeah. law degree yeah. and so and so is getting married like we do it regardless of technology it's one of those things like, I've never been huge on public spaces affection <clears throat> like I don't mind people doing it it's never something I'd, I'd kind of stop yeah. but my personal thing is like I'd do it <clears throat> but it's not something I go out of my way to do, whereas yeah. a lot of people seem to. Okay. Like, oh, you know, I'm going to take selfies and we're going to do this and I'm going to show off myself and then show off this. And I always, some really, like, dark part of me is like, it's like people showing off their possessions. Okay. So it's like, I bought a new car. Here's my car. Look at my car. It's I've how well I'm doing. Girlfriend. I've got a person. Uh, yeah. Look at my person. <laughs> yeah. And I can't see the nice... Because I instantly see the, look at my person, here is my person, this is only my person. And my brain just goes, "That's why are you treating a person like cattle or like Mm. an object? And even if both sides are doing it. And I think that's where it it really annoys me because I'm like, both of you are doing it now. (laughs) (laughs) It's not even like one of you is just kind of like, oh yeah, look, I'm doing well. But both of you are doing, what is going (laughs) on? But I think that's just my brain just going, yeah. I think, like, I'm I'm all for, like, PDAs and, yeah. like, digital niceness and all of that. Um, but there is the whole thing, I, I, I am cautious and mindful that, like, when things end, because it's not if things yeah. end, it's when things end, you then have to go through and delete everything yeah. if you want to, like, get rid of that kind of digital footprint. See, I... I think maybe that's why I prefer it, like, where... I think it's when they... That's, that's what it is. Figure it out. Okay. It's when they tag. So, like, you could, you could put a picture of you and your partner, and it'll just be a random picture of, like, oh, we're out for the day. Yeah. I have no problem with that, because that's just you living that's your cool life. You're both living your lives. It's when it's, <clears throat> we're out for the day at such and such... Love them, blah, 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 blah. Okay. And it's less about your life and more about the fact that you were doing your life with that person. So okay. it, it becomes a point of, it's less about what you were doing during that day. It's more just it. you wanted to make sure that everyone knew that you were still two. Okay. Because it's it's trying to treat it less as two individuals and more as like, we're the same person. Yeah. And well, think, there is definitely like yeah. There's definitely like branding to a yeah. relationship. Like, like you have like you have your brand. Yeah. And like what you want people to see your relationship as. Yeah. Um, I think I prefer <clears throat> it when it's it's more they happen to be in the background of a photo. Yeah. Or like just at the side in the photo. It's like you, you're doing a photo and they happen to be there and everyone can see them. So everyone's like, hey, you, you're doing well. Oh. You know? But it's just like. Yeah, you're not making a point of that, <clears throat> of stuffing your relationship down people's, like, throats in a way. I don't know. 
think, I think there's definitely uh, there's like I think there's different degrees to it. Yeah, definitely. Because like I don't know couples that I know and stuff. If they put like a selfie up together, I'm like, oh look at them, aren't they cute? Yeah. Sort of thing. Um, but I think like like and it's the same with like when people become parents. Like if it's all they post about. Yes. That is that's when definitely I'm like, yeah mm, yeah. It's like when you there's like, nothing but pictures of kids. Like, I, uh, yeah, and like I definitely got like felt a bit like lost in my last relationship and like I kind of lost my identity a bit because I felt like again like the brand yeah. kind of idea okay. yeah. yeah um so then when it all ended I was kind of like oh fuck I know nothing about myself I don't know how to do this alone to be or something. You. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um which is definitely something that I've picked up over the past year um, and I don't think I could let anybody like I, I would make sure I like would not just post about somebody all the time. Yeah. Because it's quite because everyone that's gone, is is gone. Yeah. Um, and we're more than just like our relationships or our spawn or whatever. We're yeah. you know we we're multifaceted, and yeah. And obviously, what people post on social media isn't their everything. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> I think it's definitely an interesting window into what people want to project yeah i think it's kind of a <clears throat> nice round off to this whole thing of the idea of dating and and meeting people of i think it's just kind of that thing of as long as you you're clear with everything yeah you're honest to yourself and you don't lose yourself yeah it's when people if you stay true to yeah. what you want it's when people start to forget that they're an individual yeah that's what's kind of saddening yeah absolutely it's like, or they yeah. like like you said like the whole thing of like if you go out with somebody and um you want a relationship and they want to be casual and you kind of trick yourself yeah once you start doing that or you start tricking yourself that you're into the same things that yeah. they're into like once you kind of lose sight of your own interests or identity, and you're only that's trying to adhere to them, slope. yeah. Then yeah, that's when it's kind of you need to really reconsider. Yes. And yeah, so I think that's that's a nice round off. Yes, to this whole situation. absolutely. Stay yeah. true to yourself. Stay kids. true to yourself. And if you only believe yourself. in one thing, <laughs> make sure at least one of those things is yourself. But don't believe in love because it all dies. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, love thank you for for coming to to the show. That's okay. Thank I say you for the having show. me. It's, it's like, this is the show. show. <laughs> the show. The show. The ladies doing the can-can come through. <laughs> and yeah, we'll have to have you on again sometime. Yes. To discuss something else. That would be brilliant. Yeah. Thank you. And we'll Thank talk you. to you guys later. Bye.